This is a Boardwalk Audio podcast. I'm Joey. I love wrestling. I'm Nick. I love wrestling. I'm Bobby, and I love wrestling. I'm Steven, and I hate wrestling. You Should Love Wrestling is a show where we try to convince Steven that he should love wrestling. You should love wrestling, WWE, cause I love wrestling, a lot of loving for me. We on the podcast, Joey, Cliff, Nick, and Steven, but Steven ain't wrestling, gotta make him a believer. I'm all hoping out, I love Rick Flair, The Undertaker, Tombstone on the chair. So tune in every week, cause we got a new guest. You should love wrestling, cause it's the best, yes. The best way to support the show is by going to boardwalkaudio.com backslash you should love wrestling. Click the support our artist button and then continue to buy whatever you were going to buy. You don't need to be the genius Lanny Pofo to figure it out. Amazon on Amazon.com. Yeah, please. Amazon. Amazon portal that supports our show. Yeah, I'm just saying live your life. Live okay. your life. <laughs> just, just click a button and then whatever. <laughs> yeah. What uh, happens? Uh, today's guest wrestles and manages under the ring name Dino Winwood and is the former commissioner of California indie promotion Pro Wrestling Gorilla. He's currently helping develop the indie Kickstarter or the indie wrestling video game Saturday Nights, which you should totally support on Kickstarter. Bobby Ramos. How's it going, Bobby? Uh, it's going great. Thank you. Welcome, sir. Thanks for coming. Thank you very much. How are you? Doing great. I'm older today. Yeah, it's yeah. your birthday today, right? It's my birthday today on the worst birthday ever. <laughs> Happy <laughs> birthday. Thank you. Oh, yeah. well, 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 tell the people that you, the day of your birth is. Yeah. I was born September 11th. And we are we are recording this day today on September 11th, <laughs> Which will 2016. Be real. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag happy birthday. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag happy birthday. Yeah. yeah, never forget your birthday. Hello. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. I always tell people, you have no right to forget my birthday. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> uh, Literally, now. I'll never forget your birthday, and I've just met you. <laughs> So okay, uh, did you have like a birthday party on September eleventh, two thousand one? Tuesday. Did you and did you feel like oh geez, this is really taking away my birthday? Well, in a ways, yes. I remember waking up because uh, like me and my friends had ditched school to hang out. Yeah, and my friend's girlfriend came in. She goes, "Hey, a plane just crashed into the the twin towers." It's like, oh shit, that's terrible. And Do I, you want some I cake? Just, I just went back to sleep, you know. Yeah, right. and I wake up and I go, I to "All right, wh- what happened?" A plane crash in the Twin Towers. Like, yeah, yeah, you told me that. She goes, no, no, another one. I was like, what? And then I remember watching the news. I'm like, oh, shit, the world's going to end. I just turned 18 and I haven't (laughs) been laid yet. This is terrible. Like, I was literally flipping off the clouds. Oh, Uh, man. Yeah. Uh, but you're just proved. like you did this to me, God. Yeah, pretty much, I'm like I better get some mad angel tang on it. Yeah. <laughs> luckily, luckily, America got over it. And now you, my friend, are a sex god. So <laughs> it all worked out. True fact. Right? Yeah, uh, track record's not long, but it's impressive. <laughs> it all worked uh, out, baby. My, my mom's. We're birthday all getting laid all the time. Is September 14th, and I actually just realized I need to get her a gift. Uh, but uh, oh. when it happened, uh, you should uh, get her the gift of supporting uh, Saturday nights on Kickstarter. That's true. Oh yeah, I'll do that. For and tell sure. her to go click on our Amazon button. I will, and then just continue your life. Uh, Amazon clicker guys. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, like the, the dash buttons. Yeah. Dash buttons. Let's yeah. get a You Should Love Wrestling dash button. Yeah, and just every time uh, they click it, some money goes to us and a podcast is delivered. Yeah. yeah I love it. Is there a Mrs. Dash dash button? Because I need so much oh, Mrs. Dash. Buttons. I can't wait for that. You don't even Delicious. know. need that for sure. You don't even know. Go ahead, uh, I'm going to kill my mother's birthday story. It's oh. too long. Too long. Uh, uh, <laughs> So, uh, Bobby, uh, what originally got you into wrestling? Well, I was pretty much like every other person who's got into wrestling, just a gigantic fan of it. Um, I stumbled upon it when I was five years old, just wondering why these guys look like my action figures. Wait, which match? Do you remember? It was a brand. Okay, so I was looking for cartoons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was turning the channel, 
And then all of a sudden there's this match where this gigantic muscular dude's about to attack a referee and the referee back body drops him over the top rope. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Like, what is this? And so like that's against the rules. Exactly. And I just that. completely stuck to it. And I remember looking around my house for like tapes. I'm like, I always find random stuff on these, <laughs> on these VHS tapes that my family just records television on. Yeah. And uh, I found a tape that was actually addressed to me. It was a birthday gift, but huh. I just I must have forgotten it. It was WrestleMania four. Nice. What? Yeah, the WrestleMania four. And it's WrestleMania entirety. four. Well, it, what's incredible about that is you're like, I want to find something, and it just was there. Yeah, my family, for some reason, loved recording hours of entertainment, wow. whether it be music videos, movies, or wrestling. So just yeah. like your mom I feel like my family did the same stuff. We yeah. just had like yeah. huge racks of VHS tapes of just like the MTV Music Awards. We did too. Yeah, yeah it was it. great. We had Air Force one oh and that's it loved it that sounds so, old. my family but wrestlemania <laughs> 4 that's uh oh, wrestlemania 4 that's uh is that the mega powers explode or which one is that no, that's the elimination tournament oh right oh yeah i remember yeah because that was the that was the hulk hogan andre the giant rematch from their wrestlemania 3 match was in that tournament right mm-hmm. and yep. they both eliminated each other and like didn't like the it million dollar yeah, yeah yeah like didn't the million dollar man win it or something or? no he went to the finals against the greatest of all time macho man randy savage oh, right, right, how right. good yeah. is since you loved three so much steven how, how broken and beaten down do you think andre the giant looked a year later at the he, next wrestlemania he did the next one? Oh, that yeah. poor guy uh yeah i mean <laughs> again i just felt like we're exploiting a, a, a man with a, a birth defect well, it's not nice i thought that was obey uh oh yeah yeah oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the shepherd fairly shepherd yeah. fairy yeah Ferry. yeah um, yeah I created that thing fairy. to sell t-shirts <laughs> I mean <laughs> fair okay would you I will <laughs> um so what uh like how did you go from there to being an indie wrestler well I uh, was just continuously watching during mm-hmm. like the golden time of being a wrestling fan where you had a full week of wrestling schedule programming. Oh, yeah. Where you had you know Raw Nitro, then Tuesday you had Lucha, and then Wednesdays you'd have like. I think like Thunder changed to from Thursdays to Wednesdays as yeah. well. And then SmackDown mm-hmm. and then Friday was ECW. Oh yeah. Saturday was ECW, XPW, and you know, Shock and Saturday night and all those other ones. And then Sunday yeah. was you Superstars. Superstars. But yeah, um towards uh like the basically end of that of that amazing era. Uh, I used to go to XPW shows with my friends. We had a, a backyard fed. Wait, so w- uh, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Uh, I'm from California. Okay, cool. Born oh, okay. in uh, Bellflower, raised in oh, yeah. everywhere. Oh, <laughs> XPW do LA sh- I, I always picture them as being more of like a Bay Area promotion. Oh, no. They did uh, Los Angeles shows as far as I could remember. Oh, cool. They were just all the way down or something? Yeah, they did LA yeah. Sports Arena when they first came about. Uh, and then um, they moved to the Grand Olympic for their final days. Oh, got it. And... Um, yeah, and we would see uh, Revolution Pro Wrestlers, uh, Super Dragon, uh, Rising nice. Sun, Ultra Taro, Disco Ooh, Machine, yeah. Excalibur. And I was just like, holy shit, these guys are just tearing it up. Mm-hmm. And people would still be talking about it as the show went on. Yeah. I mean, the shows were entertaining, but like when you watch Rev Pro Wrestlers just doing all these crazy spots and moves and everything like that, you're just like, dude, I want to learn how to do that. Like, yeah. these guys are oh, from yeah. here. They're from here. Yeah. They're from Japan or Mexico. So a buddy of mine... Uh, his name is Jamie Blaze. <laughs> very, very early 2000s. <laughs> um, he's like, hey, man, I'm going to go down to the Rev Pro training. Do you want to come with? I was like, uh, is it cool if I watch? Like, I don't have any money to pay for that. Said, yeah, mm. man, don't worry about it. He'll, they'll be cool. Mm. So we go and we watch it. The training turns out to be at this house with a ring in the backyard. 
right across the street from my grandfather's. Uh, <laughs> wow, you had no idea it was there. No idea. I was like, this stuff was just there for you, always waiting. Yes. Yeah, so that's amazing. Yeah, Treats for you. Yeah. I'm like, this is my grandfather's house. Oh wait, it's across the st- what? So we went to the backyard. Chickens <laughs> on the floor and everything. Sure. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Like you couldn't have painted a more perfect. Like a chicken match. Sal Bandini was basically there, but um, <laughs> yeah, like so many people now who were associated with Pro Wrestling Gorilla in the first five years and went on to do stuff. This was approximately. This was what year then? This was about 2001. Okay. Oh wow. And uh, I was there just watching all these guys doing like forward rolls and drills and all this yeah. other stuff. I was like, shit, I want to do that. And like this is really cool, and like I'll have to get money for the next time. Mm-hmm. And the owner of it, American Wild Child, just goes, "Hey, you want to come in? Just you know, you can roll around if you want." I'm like, nice. I don't, I don't have any money. He goes, no, don't worry about it. Just come train. And wow! Since then, I was an official trainee at the Rudos Dojo. That's awesome. So, who were you training with back then? Back then, I was training with. We had an amazing class. Like uh, ones who were there before me was Scorpio Sky. Nice. Uh, his partner Quicksilver, Top Gun Tawar, Photogenic Chris Bosch, um, Los Luchas, a very a great, amazing Lucha tag team. And um, like later down the road, it was uh, the Young Bucks that came in. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And just seeing them. That was their like day one. That was them training, basically. Well, they had th- those guys were born completely unbelievably athletic right yeah because we had we have heard of them from high-risk wrestling which was their their promotion Mm -hmm. and um they're just doing all these amazing flips and spots and they came in to sort of clean up a little bit more like learn psychology and oh right you know everything else Mm -hmm. and I remember they immediately forgot. Well, no, they were they were. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're great. They're great. Say, they're they're, yeah, they're yeah. amazing. I love the Young Bucks. Yeah, they're great. The time, we all love them. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. we we always talk about it's like they're there to break wrestling. That's the oh, thing. Totally. I, I love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> you have to a, underst- understand your enemy before you destroy it. Sure. Exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, something my my favorite Young Bucks spot ever is probably the one where like I think I forget, I forget if it was Nick or Matt, but you did a moonsault uh-huh. while taking a selfie. So like I believe self- it. Yes, yeah, so there's like a selfie video of him doing a moonsault. And he's posing for the camera while he's flipping in the air onto a guy. So I believe that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, sorry. I, I oh guess. no, no, it's wonderful. Um, so yeah, I mean, I remember. Uh, I think Super Dragon was training the class at the time. He just goes, wow. "All right, do a. I need you to do a quarter roll." And I can't remember if it was Nick or Matt just telling him, "Well, I can do a four fifty. Can I do that instead?" <laughs> And we're just like, oh, God, Dragon's going to kill this kid. And he just, you know, sort of put him in his place. He didn't really mess him up, if, if I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, at the time, like, I can do a 450. Can I do that instead? What the pretty, fuck? That's crazy. Like, that's great. I don't know if that's ballsy or stupid. I know, but it's it's just amazing. I'm like, I think I think the, the Jacksons invented the Rich Swan standing 450 if they would have let him do it. So. Uh, well, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean that was uh I mean that was an amazing time and then seeing how everybody just evolved like Chris Bosch he became this promo god and mm-hmm. early pro wrestling gorilla and Scorpio Sky he's getting opportunities everywhere and the Bucks just becoming international gods and yeah. yeah. It's just it's crazy to think about it and then seeing fans at the time Willie Mack was a fan who would just come up and shake our wow. hands and thank us for a show and then holy shit. seeing him wrestle it was like holy crap man I remember you were this is really humble, respectful kid shaking my hand. Now you're this really humble and respectful star. And he's just, it's just incredible. I feel old, but I feel very, very fortunate. Do you still see a lot of these guys? Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, We usually meet up at about, uh, or at around uh, Bart Kapitsky's alternative wrestling show in, um, 
I want to say Southgate. Oh, cool. And uh, where's it? What's the show? Uh, alternative wrestling show. Okay. It's, it's a great promotion. A lot of people go there. A lot of people from Lucha Underground started there and they still go there when they're not filming. Interesting. I don't think I've ever, have you ever heard of that one, Joey? I think that, wait, is that Kendrick's thing? Is that the like, like, like Curly's like the wrestling or something like that? Oh no, that's a, that's a separate promotion. That's another uh, great promotion. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, AWS, it, uh, has a lot of people who are associated with Lucha Underground that wrestle there and it's, Sweet. it's been oh. around for over 10 years. Wow. So okay. A lot of crazy cool. shit's happened at that promotion. Hmm. I mean, that's something that I think is so cool about like, like uh, we're a part of the comedy community mm-hmm. and like you do see those people that like just over the years you see them kind of start as a student mm-hmm. and now they're like starring on TV shows or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it, like it is, there's something really fun about like seeing kind of your class and like where everybody goes and the people that stick with it and the people that like leave and the people that achieve success and the people that just keep doing it for the love of it. Yep. You know? Yeah. Yeah. How did you transition into becoming the commissioner of PWG? Well, I was originally a manager for the Aerial Express, mm-hmm. and um, I, I, I guess I got over enough with the fans because <laughs> um, once the Aerial Express disbanded after, in my opinion, still probably, if I could sound arrogant for a moment, one of the best storylines and feuds of Pro Wrestling Gorilla, mm-hmm. um, I became the enforcer commissioner uh-huh. for SoCal Val Wyndham. Who was there at the time? Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And um, I was feuding with uh, Joseph, Joey Ryan, and she got super kicked by him in the <laughs> ring, and he took her out. Mm-hmm. And basically, I remember going backstage, and they're just like, okay, well, I'm like, oh, wait, is, is Val going to be back the next show? Like, is she, what's she doing next? She goes, oh, no, she, she's going to go do something else. Like, you're going to be commissioner next show. <laughs> I was like, how long long were you the commissioner? I was commissioner, I think, for about three years, maybe. Wow. That's a long time. That was the longest running commissioner at the time of Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Jeez. And uh, yeah, I was just like, "Uh, okay, yeah, cool. (laughs) Looking forward to it. At dinner, I was just like, holy shit. (laughs) Like, what's wrong? (laughs) I'm going to be commissioner from now on, I guess. And they're like, dude, that's awesome. Like, I've got to do so much paperwork every week. I'm like, I I can build a house with how many bricks I'm shitting right now. Uh, that's just, funny. But, it's unbelievable what a hot ticket PWG has become. Yeah, it's, it's unbelievable. It, watching it, the older stuff and then watching it now, I'm just like, man, I remember it was just this promotion that used connections to get the bigger stars to wrestle a lot of the West Coast talent. Sure. And now it's just strictly all East Coast and European and Japanese talent. I was like, holy shit, man, this is this is like Disneyland for wrestling. Oh like yeah! Basically, you're going to watch a fireworks show for right. yeah. four hours. So that's very cool. Well, yeah, uh, like I heard, like uh, like uh, we we had a couple of other wrestlers on the show that have told us that like. You know, there was like even in 2005, 2006, you could like walk up the day of the Battle of Los Angeles and get like a front row ticket. No question. Sure. Yeah. And we now you really years could. ago when we went, it was like, oh, you get in line, you'll get in. Yeah. yeah. And now, now it's, like, it's like now, like I'm trying to get Steven to go to I'm trying. I want to take Steven yeah. to it. And uh, it's like it sells out in 30 it's, seconds. It really does, man. It's like that and Lucha Underground are the two fastest selling yeah. out attractions. Lucha yeah. is so great. We've been to Lucha Live. a couple times. Yeah, it's it's good. So much however, fun. however, we did get tickets to NXT Hollywood and we're Holy taking shit. this, dude. Nice. We're I taking think, them. I think I'll see I you guys there. Oh, oh, sweet. Yeah. Got tickets there. Oh, Excellent. Yeah, we will see you there. Awesome. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Are you? Yeah, for sure. I actually, uh, think, I actually think Stephen. I think we're going to be surprised. I think he's going to have fun. Oh, yeah, gonna... because it, 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 if you're not into wrestling, it, it usually the crowds 
or what gets you into it. Yeah, mob mentality. I so get much it. mob mentality. Yeah. They mob throw mentality. the first brick and then I follow. Exactly. Yeah, they're uh, just like, I love bricks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, also, we should best uh, scene in Home Alone too. I want to hear a little bit about this uh, this Kickstarter thing. So you're doing a new uh, video game. You're helping out with this. Yeah. Tell, tell me just a little bit about yeah, the project, yeah. man. Well, Saturday Nights is a project that I have been basically That's K-N. Yeah, correct. K N I G H T S, like armored gentlemen and ladies. Mm-hmm. Since we're watching Game of Thrones. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was an idea that I was jotting down basically a little bit before I started training because No Mercy came out and I was just oh, yeah. taking yeah. in all the new features. I was like, oh my God, they got reversals. They got tag team maneuvers now. No Mercy they, was yeah. pretty great. Running, grapple, throwing weapons. You could yeah. throw weapons, yep. which apparently, you know, was just the big thing at the time. I, I think Steven amazing. actually played WCW and NWO Revenge, right? That's correct. Yeah. Another yeah, great so game. this is so. Uh, which, yeah, where where does this fall? In so, the like a company, I think it was like Activision or something like that. A, a smaller company called Acti created this wrestling engine uh-huh. that was used for, uh, I think that like two WCW games and two WWE games, and then like three Def Jam games, and mm-hmm. that's okay. it. Yeah. But it's still like uh, yeah. it's still one of the most like No Mercy was the last WWE game that they released using that engine. It mm-hmm. came out in two thousand one. Yeah, and fifteen years later. It's still considered to be the best wrestling game of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like it's something, real good. So something that uh, is so cool about Saturday nights is like you guys are trying to recreate. Are you, are you licensing it? Are you recreating it? We're having to to build it up because we've we the first thing we did was try to uh, contact Aki Wrestling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we never got a response. We yeah. sent several different messages, went checked every channel that we could, and they are just not responding. Huh. So I went to my buddy Joe, who's helping out with the game, Joe Mars. Um, I'm like, hey man, like I need help with a Kickstarter to get funding. Like, cause if I mm-hmm. have funding, I'll get developers and developers will come to this. Yeah. And like, I didn't know jack shit about making a game and I end up pitching to him the whole game. And he's like, dude, this is amazing. Like, uh, so and your buddy like, works on League of Legends. He works he's on a, League of Legends. Yeah, he named League of Legends. Oh, yeah. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Very experienced developer. From yeah. concept awesome. to launch, yeah, yeah. he's worked on a lot. Yeah, of yeah. So experience. in a in a nutshell, the the idea of the game then is hit it. <laughs> uh, I just want to make sure I have a grasp. The, on it. the AKI wrestling game that we should have already had, but were never given by the big companies. Okay. Yeah. I'm sold. Yeah. I'm yeah. already sold. Yeah. It's <laughs> great. It's no mercy, but starring some of the coolest indie wrestlers that you can see. It's got like the young bucks are in it. Joey Ryan, I believe is a Kickstarter. Kickstarter. The models exclusive. look great too. Uh, I love do. the style. Yeah, yeah. Of the, I think of Willie the... Mack's in it. Right? Willie yeah. Mack is in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, we got uh, Vanessa Craven, Addie Starr. We got Lufisto. Who, uh, oh, great. Yeah. Lufisto's great. Yeah. We got a lot of people pretty much like once we asked them, they got back to us right away saying, mm-hmm. yeah. dude, yes, Who please want to be rendered in a fucking video. Exactly. Game? Yeah. And, and the thing is, is another thing that really stuck with me is like being involved in wrestling for like almost 15 years now. I'm just like, I've met so many amazing talents mm-hmm. and so many amazing people that a lot of them are either still trying or retired and never got their shot at the big leagues. They uh-huh. never got to be in a wrestling game, yet they should be. Yeah. All these amazing moves and spots should be in a wrestling game. Every person wants themselves in a game and or an action figure of themselves. Exactly. Let's face it, every human would yeah. want that. And like, check this, like, Joey Ryan's penis suplex is gonna be in this game. It is going to be in that's the game. That's an instant, yeah, that's an instantly got my mind. <laughs> and you love, you love the U-Porn uh, He loves U-porn Joey Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. I love and, it. And just to fill in the <laughs> timeline for everybody, I looked it up. Uh, of course, WCW NWO Revenge did come out first. Uh, that was THQ was the company. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. October or November. So North America, October 98. No Mercy, also by THQ, using a lot of that same engine. Didn't come out until uh, November of 2000. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. So this is a little about, about two years later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So now uh, just imagine how good this is going to be. I love it. We should so, check it out. So everybody donate to the Saturday nights kick. Uh, donate to the Saturday nights Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. uh, it's a great idea for a game. Some really good people working on it. Um, and like honestly, at the time of the release of this, it's probably going to have like a week left. So like, don't yep. wait. Just like rush and put the yeah, money down. Because like, like I want to play this game. Yeah. Yeah. Do it like, for us. Yeah. Do it for us. I love No Mercy. I love the Young Bucks. I want to play as the Young Bucks in No Mercy. Yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> if I did miss this do you have a projected release date or a time or you're just you're we playing it by ear? We're, we're playing it by ear however the team that i'm working with are experienced game developers so they know what an actual game like this should take and cool that's y- great yeah like we're not gonna do what other terrible terrible people have done you're not gonna say it'll be out next week exactly. just kidding yeah, money it. is mine jk now. thank you i love it um, great all right cool uh yeah definitely check that out um Today's match is from uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling's G1 Climax 23, and it features Katsuyori Shibata facing off against Tamahiro Ishii. Mm-hmm. Ishii and Shibata are two of the hardest-hitting wrestlers around, and they definitely turned up the juice in this match in NGW- NJPW's Round Robin G1 Climax Tournament. Bobby, why'd you pick this match for us? Oh, because they beat the bejesus out of each other. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, the G1 Climax being one of the most prestigious tournaments in wrestling. Yeah. Um, and the two hardest hitters going at it. I feel like it's definitely a landmark match, and mm-hmm. anybody who doesn't really care for wrestling should at least take a look at it because it's not fake. <laughs> yeah, let's actually let's go to a clip of just some of these hits. Like something that I like about this match is like it just like something that Steven says that he often doesn't like about wrestling is sort of the the superimposed drama of it. The fact that like matches start with guys circling off for like a couple minutes. Yeah. And this mm-hmm. match is not that. This is like no. the second the bell hits, they're hitting each other as hard as they can. Yeah. Yeah. I we, mean, we're, we're 20 seconds into this match. We just hit play and it's like there's already been a million blows exchanged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. And, yeah. uh, and and I equally also like their match at Wrestle Kingdom 10. Yes, well, that was yeah. a great was match. Insane. And so to go back and kind of watch this again from like three years prior, I mean, it, they're they just these guys work so well together. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's why whenever they're announced on a card or whatever, like people are hoping that they do another one. It's yeah. just yeah, it's insane. Like World Star. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Amazing. <laughs> and, yeah, these guys, I mean, two just masters of strong style. Yeah. Uh, uh, so hard hitting and brutal. <laughs> is this a big thing? This is uh, sorry. I, I missed it. The It's New Japan Pro Wrestling. Is this like a big thing in that promotion is just these like elbow uh, things or these chest slap things? I feel like this happens a ton in this match where they just exchanging blows back and forth. But and I feel like I've seen that in previous matches from them, too. But is that like a signature of this promotion or like a big staple? Yeah, the this promotion uh, tried to tries to uh, mix martial arts and wrestling combined mm-hmm. okay interesting yeah 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 like and that's very much like shibata's thing is like he's very like mma inspired and in how he does it yes he's just yeah. a straight shooter oh yeah totally. yeah yeah. and ishii is the big guy the, yeah, yeah. yeah and ishii shibata, shibata is the smaller guy and it's it. interesting too because they're they're similar in like height size in a way but like they're but they're they're so they're, i don't know they're just two such different looking guys yeah and one's got amazing hair that just, <laughs> yeah the other one perfect that's place where, that's that's where the rivalry stems is like she just wants that amazing hair yeah, yeah. Like, and it's interesting it's like they look like they shouldn't be wrestling each other 
at all. <laughs> but like I said, by God, they just they work so well together. Yeah, well, it's a good match. Something I love in uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, and specifically these guys in matches like this, is like sort of the the trading shots spot where it's just like I'm going to hit you as hard as I possibly can. I'm going to let you hit me as hard as you can, and then I'm going to stand up and do the same to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's just such a like toughness thing that's great. Yeah, it's pretty. It's like a it's like a, a display of the wild, basically. Like, yeah, you see mm-hmm. two rams butting heads. Oh, one hundred percent. And anything like that. It's like who is the strongest in this fight? And right here, you can see just destroying him. I have to imagine you're a fan of this match because it's 13 minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Instantly, I was like, this is <laughs> not short. Oh, that, uh, that yeah. corner drop kick. That connected. That oh, didn't yeah. whiff. I was yeah. going to say that. That's great. This corner drop kick about 320 into the match, if you guys are watching at home. Uh, yeah, that was a, like a good kick. It looked good. It was the right angle. It was the right speed. I, I hope that guy didn't actually get hurt, but I was like, yeah, <laughs> it's probably that fine. Looks good. That yeah. looks- so honest opinion, you're, you're so far Kind of at least appreciating this. Yeah, I'm like I'm buying this. I'm uh, you know, I, yeah, I've been I, I've criticized stuff before. It's like mm-hmm. the the over the the overly dramatic thing, or just seeing like big whiff hits that just don't connect. But somehow the guys, you know, flying across the ring. Yeah, uh, and this isn't that. Um, but it's also it also so like. Are they fighting? Like, where does this one fall into the reality of it? Oh, uh, they're really hitting each other. I can yeah. tell you that. Um, yeah. But this is also... they, they work those Shinsuke style, mm-hmm. strong style matches. That's yeah. sort of because you've you've gotten a taste yeah. of him before and where it's like everything that they there's no wasted motion. Everything they do hurts. It It's it's designed to look as real as possible. Uh-huh. And they do hit each other. I mean, they really forearm and well, yeah, they slap. So yeah. Let's hitting somebody as hard as possible in a safe split. Yeah. Safe so space. and then my question then is, is this all predetermined? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then you I don't know. Then, I feel, then I feel weird about it. Then I feel weird about it. I'm not so it's, it's a work shoot style in a mm-hmm. way. Uh-huh. uh-huh. But it's worked. I mean, yeah. it's still it's a wrestling match. Why yeah. do you feel weird about it? Uh, what's the it's like it like if we in a movie you did a they did like stunts and it's like, all right, uh, Tom Cruise, we're going to we're going to shoot you for real just because it'll look better. I'm like, well, that's not the best use of uh, your uh, body. Well, that little one. son of a bitch is crazy enough to do it. <laughs> yeah, he oh, do it. Well, yeah. he is. Yeah, Tom Cruise take a bullet. Yeah, he, he, he rides around on motorcycles without helmets like yeah. going 80. I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> grabbing on a shit. plane and shit. You shouldn't yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. Strapping him to that plane was pretty cool. That was cool. He is nuts. Yeah. Instant but, ticket. But I guess that like, so you criticize like, I guess WWE style matches mm-hmm. for like having a lot of whiffs and a lot of the false drama of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you criticize that for having hits that connect. Yeah. Yeah. I want it to look good, but I don't want it to be real. Right. Like if we're, wow. if we're saying it's a thing, we want it to look like it's real, but not be real. You're a girlfriend. <laughs> uh, yeah. You are a girlfriend. Yeah, well, I wanted that, but I didn't want that. Yeah, like that's that's well, what no, it is. That's, I think that's I've accurate. made a clear delineation in what I want. I'm I, not saying one. one if I want to get laid later. One. Yes. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. I stand. I stand by that. Like, yeah. Oh. I don't want to see. I don't. I don't want people to get hurt. I think it's. I think it's a uh, a pointless use of uh, their body and well, strength to this- get hurt for something that's predetermined and not real. I want it to look good. I want it to look like it's connecting. And, and I think it does. I think yeah. sometimes when I and it is, but I see like a, I think like a criticism I'm talking about specifically is like WWE. You'll see a kick and it's shot at the worst possible angle where you see Kevin Dunn. Oh, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, we're near it. Kevin Dunn, yeah. ninety year old Kevin Dunn. Yeah. Who's Kevin Dunn? <laughs> he's a he's piece a, of shit. Okay, he's the, uh, the dir- he's like the director for WWE. Like oh, he's, right. He's yeah. the guy that's a director. Fired. Yeah, like, 
like yep. he's, mad he's, at him. he's the yeah. guy that's in master control that's just like okay take camera one right but he's yeah. just older so there's a lot of complaints about how he's kind of like lost a step yeah like he well, he's lost stuff. all the steps yeah that's that's a hard job to do if you're one. yeah yeah for sure he's also he's just he's the same age as Vince McMahon so he's in his 70s maybe at this point good Christ is that really how old he is yeah he's, he's a little I mean, bit him and are like close in the same age yeah he's somebody that when Triple H takes over like it's he's Kevin Dunn's most likely gonna not be with the company anymore yeah makes sense to me yeah, they need to get rid of him. Um, okay, but yeah, I mean, it's it's again, it's 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 may it's designed to look real, and they do hit each other, and mm. they're going to be sore yeah. after mm. this match. But again, it's not. There's a difference between which I think I think you're thinking like they're in some kind of danger, and they're not in danger. They're going to get hurt, and they're going to get hit, and they're going to be sore, and they're going to take far more hits than I could fucking take. Mm. Yeah, but they're not in danger. They're still working a safe fake wrestling man exactly like, because once you get in the ring your opponent you're trusting them yeah. just as much as they're trusting you with their lives whether it be doing strikes in a ring or the more crazier stuff which you know diving out of the ring and right. springboarding or anything like that and there are mess ups like just sure. like anything else in the world there's there's mistakes and accidents and whatnot yeah however mm-hmm. um i mean this is probably the more safer of the of the evils of full contact anything really because yeah you got these guys they they're trained with these strikes they're trained how to fall while as in football they're running full head on they have padding but you still get brain trauma yeah, they're trying yeah. to or, hurt each other in yeah football. mma fighting they're actually hitting each other to knock the other person out legitimately mm-hmm. now granted was it actually in fact speaking of was it wrestle kingdom 10 where they they do a little bit of it in this match but at wrestle kingdom 10 was it where they just head butted each other yeah like five times so i never understood that personally it's like unreal. it's just that just, make you uncomfortable it, make, it, it makes me like touch my forehead it's hard to watch um, it's you really hard to watch there's head. a there's a point uh, in Wrestle Kingdom 10, which is another match that they have, Steven, mm-hmm. where they, they just look at each other and then just headbutt each other as hard as they possibly can. They uh-huh. And and you can other. hear like the echoing hit of their heads collect- connecting. Who, who was in, this? Uh, these two guys. These guys? Jesus yeah. Christ. You can, you can hear them doing it in, barn burners, in a huge yeah. arena. It just sounds like... It's like I've it never echoes. heard that sound before. It's just yeah. this echo of... Yeah. Two heads colliding as hard as possible. Slapping, bone cracking, cartilage smashing thud that you can't even explain. To yeah, you. and they did it like five times. Yeah. They, do yeah, it a little no, they did it right there. And, and notice, there. Shibata's hair is still looking good. <laughs> yeah, still looking good. Uh, okay, so I, uh, to just f- further explain this stupid thing, I've made a little axis here. Okay, uh, on, we'll on, our, on our y-axis, we have risk versus no risk. At the very top, high risk. At the very bottom, lo- no risk at all, right? And then on the x-axis, we have no real reward all the way on the left. This is too mathy to me. Uh, and then on the right, we have a real reward now my point is i don't want you to have high risk for no real reward or even a lot of risk for real like even just a moderate amount for no real reward Uh, that seems pointless to me to risk something for nothing whereas if you say ufc or like whatever uh there is a something real at stake there that is like i guess inherently more worth the risk because there is a reward yeah um are you talking about like the purse Sure, something like that. Well, they, they I mean, do get you, paid. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I guess I'm actually not uh, equating it to money. More as just like um, 
Uh, if you okay, so if I hit somebody as hard as I possibly can in UFC, yes. uh, and they get hurt, uh, I do get uh, I get to win the match. If I hit somebody as hard as I possibly can in one of these matches, mm-hmm. uh, all that happens is the the determined outcome that we had planned is going to happen anyway. Mm-hmm. So the I guess I guess I guess it's not necessarily reward; it's effect. Uh, there is no effect but, to that. But uh, um, I, I think that the effect is quality. The effect the is effect it being is, a good match. Yeah, the effect is definitely quality. However, as a wrestler, you are an independent contractor and you have to put yourself over to the consumer. Yep. Why should they buy you? Well, because mm-hmm. I hit this dude as hard as I can. Well, why should they buy the other guy? Well, he hits me as hard as, I, as he can. And that's basically the same thing as you would a boxer or anything else. But the reward of it is a lot of people tend to do this because not just for the money. And if they do it for the money, then they're, they shouldn't be in the business to begin with. Yeah. yeah. But they do it for the passion. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing as like to take one profession and sort of put it to a fictional thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were to judge a comic book character, like why would anybody want to be Robin after the previous one died? The other one went crazy. The other <laughs> yeah. one did this because I, think I could be the guy to do it. I think, yeah. Yeah, I think I could be Robin. I would be a fucking amazing Robin. Let's all become Robin. Except but, Steven. Yeah, yeah, all fine. the sidekicks. Yes. yes. But, <laughs> but I mean, it's become do Robin of show me love fame. I yeah. got it. I would, I'd watch that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it's more along the lines of like, it's, it means something and it means something to them to want to do this thing like mm-hmm. as a kid i wanted to be a pro wrestler yeah i was like why you're gonna get beat up and stuff like that yep. but no but like it's like being a superhero there's a piece of you in you that you need that yes well, yep. i think that like what steven was saying is like what's the benefit of doing a good job if there isn't a, if it's not an athletic competition and it's like you could do a bad improv show or a good improv show, you know? Like, what's the benefit of doing a good improv show over a bad improv show? Yeah. I mean, well, Stephen lost me once he started drawing no, no. axes and bringing... Yeah, well, like no, I, like, and, like, the risk of doing... And, and the risk, of, and the risk of doing a good improv show is you have to, like, dedicate your life to it. You have to dedicate your life to being a good improviser. You have to, like, spend an insane amount of money on classes or whatever. Like, yeah. you have to, like, you know, go to jams, like, a hundred times or, or whatever. Or cook, you know? You I go mean, to culinary school, you spend yeah. an assload of money sure. just to make food. Just make a sandwich. Why are you making that okay okay well let's just take okay let's just say it was base let's just say it was baseball let's just pretend that there's a boring uh, a fictionalized (laughs) version of baseball where uh the outcomes are predetermined based on you know who the most fans that show up at the the game or whatever right pete Uh, rose is on board uh, of course Uh, in any home team in the championships (laughs) of course so now uh so imagine that and then imagine saying like okay that person now uh you're gonna have to take a fastball and you're gonna you're gonna take your base uh but you're going to have to get hit with a fastball for it. You'll be like, well, wait, why? Like, can I, can I just bunt it? Can I just get on first base? Why do we have to, uh, why do I have to put my body into it for the show? It's like, well, cause it looks real. Cause it is real. It's like, well, wait, what are we do? What are we doing? What's this? What's this thing? But, it's I like just, there's a, but there's a different story that they're telling. If a guy gets hit in the shoulder with a ball, than if he bunts it. Okay. Like yeah. One is a story of the competition between a pitcher and a batter. The other is the story of, of a batter who's lazy you know <laughs> okay fair enough fair enough mm-hmm. yeah i don't know i guess i guess it just doesn't it doesn't seem like it's a worthy mm, sacrifice is what i'll say and like and mm-hmm. a, another thing is like like you say that you uh you say that you you weren't on board for the hard hits in this match mm-hmm. but you are on board for like 
suplexes and like other moves that probably hurt more than more chances a, of getting than, than hurt than like, a, the brain than, like, than yeah. like a forearm to your chest you know uh yeah you know i don't i i don't know what a suplex feels like i don't have any frame of reference for it but um, like be, being dropped from you know like being dropped from five six seven eight feet in the air mm-hmm. probably hurts more than being elbowed by somebody in the chest right well, i mean i don't know you've jumped mm. on a bed real high and been like that's not that big of a deal right so like i'm not saying the wrestling ring is not a goddamn bed. It's not a bed. I'm not I've, saying it I've is. I bumped it enough to actually yeah. tell you I've gotten the wind knocked out of me. Sure. I've gotten concussions. Mm-hmm. I've chipped a couple of bones. I mean, people have gotten the wind knocked out of them and concussions and chipped bones from punches, too. So, like, that's, that's not that, you know, what, However, we're, we're, the comparison the, is completely inept. Yeah, to say bed is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, then what another springy surface? Like, I don't know. Do you really think there's springs in there? Uh, Yeah. I do. Well, you're very, very foolish. Right, Bobby, you probably built wrestling rings. I've right? built plenty of wrestling mm-hmm, rings. Mm-hmm. We once had to wrestle in a fucking boxing ring. There's no given that ring. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only reason that it, the reason why it bounces is because there's boards on top of beams mm-hmm. with a thin ass layer of padding. That is mm-hmm. all it is. They're not secure. The boards are definitely not secure. That's why you mostly get a bounce. It just depends what your quality of boards are. Yeah. But well that, there are literally no springs in those things. Well, that's what, that's what protects you is the, the give of the board. I'm not, I guess sure. you know, it's the oh, same definitely, thing. Definitely because you know, no, nobody wants to fall through the ring. Yeah. Right. However, no. it's not that protective. Like, Oh, I fell and rolled off my head. I'm okay. Well, like I a bouncy mean, house. You, ha- you have to agree that there's a huge difference between like a wrestling ring and concrete, right? Like, yeah, give or take a yeah. huge difference. Come on. No, I'm, I'm maybe a little, a little. Yeah. Only because you're insane. only because you're asking a ridiculous question that it's ridiculous so, to say that there's a big is, difference between a wrestling ring and concrete. Is it? You're, you're really saying that? I'm actually, uh, I, 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 I want to know. Like, that oh, seems well, insane this is also to me. A dude uh, no. This is a dude that's bumped on these things. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Like As somebody who's actually taken the bump and everything else, I can I, I can say that. I, think I, I respect Bobby's, that. I, I really do. I think what Bobby's do, saying but, is, is there a big difference between the actual makeup of these things and how hard one actually is versus one having a give? Yes. But when you're the person falling on either of them, does it really fucking matter? Yeah, it yeah, hurts like, either I fucking way. Yeah, like, oh my God, this matter. is like ninety three percent bad as opposed to forty three percent. Like, yeah, yeah. That, there's well, no. That's a huge difference. Yeah, but either 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 way, yeah, I'm definitely being a prick. But you could call me a prick. It's okay. No, I love it. I love this. Yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. Like putting putting math and measurements in it is just completely ridiculous unless you're actually trying to put a study together. Well, okay. Putting math and measurements in anything is ridiculous. Unless you're unless you're making a fucking cake or trying to build a rocket, that really has no. You are the reason CPM was in invented in school weren't you uh i don't know what cpm is oh you didn't Cost take per milli <laughs> like what are we talking oh, about okay never mind what's <laughs> college, college prep math oh, oh college oh, prep math m yes oh, God. M. Yeah, oh they yeah. call it m I thought, yeah, I got you. CPM. Well, as soon as I got out of school, I'm like, oh, fuck all this. I'm going to go to work. (laughs) I know. Like, I'm going to actually study the things that I want to study. I mean, like I said, I'll shake anybody's hand who discredits math, which will drive Stephen insane. It's a key to the universe, but we haven't fucking reached the universe completely yet. Listen, I do respect what you're saying. I mean, I I, I do respect your opinion on this, but like uh, what what bothers me about this is you're going, you're saying... Oh, like it's no difference between concrete and a board. Yeah, but I was being a prick about that, and I know you are. I will openly admit that. But like, but like, I think that, but I don't think that's like an uncommon uh, conceit. Is like, well, I mean, like, it's not any different. You're basic, and it's like, well, it is different because a hundred times out of a hundred, if I ask any wrestler or any person, Mm -hmm. would you prefer to get uh, thrown on a ring or thrown on concrete? They'd be like, a ring, of course, a ring. Yeah. 
I'm gonna, I'm gonna no. absolutely say that, but so like, like yeah. so what do you, what what are you saying? It's no difference. Of course, there's a difference. I don't no, know. It still like, yeah. hurts. Like it still yeah, sucks. it still hurts. Yeah, but degree of hurt matters. Of course, it matters. Of, but well, like, yes, but that kind of goes without saying, though. All right, like, cool. like, I, we would rather have no hurt at all. But yeah, so you know what? And, and I'll tell, I, I will tell you this straight up. I, would I will too. tell you this straight up. If executed properly, there is no hurt. Yeah. The adrenaline in there. Right, you will really. If your adrenaline is at a high enough level, you really will not feel shit. Who do you, well, seen, who do you think has oh. the highest level of adrenaline in all of wrestling? Christ Almighty! I have no <laughs> idea. Jesus, the actual Jesus Christ. Yeah, pretty much. I, like, uh, I, I mean, I understand. Yeah, I understand what you're saying about adrenaline, like whatever. But that's a that's also silly. We wait, can agree with that, uh, right? That's, yeah, adrenaline's ridiculous. Like, well, what like, is that? But getting hurt because of while you have you're you're like high on adrenaline doesn't make it not hurt. It hurts just later. Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, got, I got in a horrible as a, car as accident as opposed when, to that. You know, yeah. In the moment, I got in a really bad car accident when I was 18, and I was uh, I my car was fucking total it was insane it was like the worst accident car destroyed everything and uh-huh. uh right after right after i was like i'm fine and i ran home because i was so jacked up i wasn't that far from my home but i was sure. so jacked up yeah and i just ran home and i didn't feel anything and then when i got home uh like the next day your like, entrails everything spilled out of yeah. hurt. <laughs> like, everything hurt like i couldn't get up right i was like everything was painful and it's like oh no i yeah, left the trail of moment. my insides <laughs> the, the trail of my body was honey at, did you at leave scene. this on the floor what is <laughs> it yeah i think it's your intestine <laughs> i found your um, yes. uh Bobby, question for you. Uh, yeah. This is sort of uh, going to Stephen's point. Yeah. Like, would a strong style match like that hurt more or like maybe have like more potential for injury than I guess like a standard match with more like suplexes, falls, like, you know, maybe a suplex from the top rope and etc. Mm-hmm. The strong style match, you would have more chances of getting knocked out or maybe a tooth missing, maybe an ear popping. Well, as a suplex, mm-hmm. you are being thrown by another human being. Like, if you and you could still slip, I mean, you can land on your neck. The person can slip and drop you short. Yeah, you can like even if you're trained, there's still those moments where you're like, oh, shit, I landed wrong. Sure. So like so yeah. for uh, there's probably greater risk in more of a standard wrestling match than there is in sort of a strong style match in like serious injury. Oh, yeah. In serious injury, because yeah, uh, especially with high flying, like high flying. Yeah. Oh, my God. High yeah. risk for a reason. Slip and. Yeah, like, break your fucking neck. Yeah, like Steven's watched plenty of matches where it's just like dudes doing crazy moonsaults off the top rope. Where I would understand his his reason for not really like saying, oh, I don't see the appeal because it is very dangerous because, you know, a guy doing a 450 splash or at the worst, the sh- shooting start presses make me so nervous. Oh, like, yeah. To this, yeah. Since Hayabusa and, yeah. and you know, it, all that, it's basically just you have to go. You have to do it. If you hesitate, you'll skip and then you'll cut yourself short. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And it's the thing about wrestling is it's it's combat with at, at occasionally, you know, uh, acrobatics and everything else. It's just there's no safety net. Mm-hmm. The safety net you're going to get is hopefully the ring if you land properly. Like right. It's mm-hmm. very high risk. Um, but the excitement of that of the performance is the same as an actor going out there just to recite lines that everybody else has been reciting for so many years or a scientist trying to take on an equation that nobody else has been able to accomplish but you know what I'm going to do it I'm going to do this yeah, yeah. And, yeah and there's or, something yeah whether like, you're I'm going to do a 640 splash or whatever yeah whether yeah. you're going out, out and doing <sighs> the thing that someone's done a billion times and you have as well or if you're going out there and doing a brand new thing you're really going to try a brand new thing exactly the, the right. risk is always going to be there whether it be career whether it be emotional in this case whether it be physical Mm -hmm. but you do it because you love to do it you do it because you want to do it if you second guess yourself don't be in it and Mm -hmm. 
a lot of people are not going to understand. I'm sure a lot of people don't understand. Like you just spent this much money to be a hairstylist. You spent this much money to be a mechanic. You went to, to become a scientist. You went to become a doctor. Like I don't see it, man. You're just wasting all this money. You're risking yourself in any way, shape or form. But to that person, it's not going to mean anything other than I feel that it's something that I want to do that. Yeah. I love to do. And I don't get it. And I might think it's like, that's kind of yeah. goofy, but I'm not going to say they're wrong for doing that. Thing. Exactly. That's, that's the only, that's the only well, argument that I really have. I'm I, sure I, not understanding it is totally fine. Yeah. I mean, I want to chime in. I, no, I, I it's respect, not Steven. It's not fine. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I respect your opinion on that. And like, if it, it to you, to you and like from your perception, I've never, like I said, I've never had a suplex. I have no fucking idea. I've been punched. And I know it sucks. Uh, my, so if it, from your perspective, this is uh, less painful or dangerous than, uh, you know, suplexes or whatever. I, I respect that. I think that's cool. Uh, I uh, oh shit! I just lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, and it's not. No, it's not. I, I get what you mean Steven of like the degree of he never the degree one. of value or like people. Will, there's always risk in something, mm-hmm. but like to take it to an insane degree. Let's just put it like an insane thing. Let's say that something that we like watching on television is people get like mutilated with knives and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like you would say, oh, that's fucked up, right? We would all agree that's fucked up because I got into the story. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. But it's like, oh yeah, the guy like why is he mutilating? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I really don't want to know why the psychotic. Kid Killer is killing them other than that guy's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Just like when a tough guy goes in, oh, that guy's tough. He's going to beat the shit out of this other guy. Yep. Yeah. I think I'm a fairly empathetic person. And so like, I wouldn't want to see somebody get mutilated. I also don't want to see somebody get hurt. Like it's not wor- my entertainment. Personally, I don't value my entertainment over their pain. You know, yeah. So that's no, understandable. It's it's a preference. It's a two yeah. each zone. Yeah. Yeah. The However, interesting am, thing, though, is I think that a lot of performers would tell you that they value your entertainment yes, over their pain because a lot of them do that. They're like the crowd. Like I entertain these people, and they think that like I I I'm just this amazing badass or that, I'm this incredible high flyer. Like. If that yeah. was, yeah, but if that That's was a relationship, like if that was a relationship and it's like, oh, uh, you know, I value, I, Nick, I'm your, I'm your girlfriend and I value your happiness over like my suffering, mm-hmm. then I would, we would all agree that I am in an abusive relationship. Who is this right? woman? I, I've never uh, known this type my girlfriend, of woman. Stephen Perlstein. Oh, we, wonderful. Yeah. We would all agree yeah, that's uh, like an abusive Stephen relationship. Stephen Perlstein, Nick they've been dating for the past couple episodes. It's, it's really crazy. been a whirlwind it's romance. Real, real, just a real that's a good woman you got there. And we would all say that this abusive relationship like that's not great for this girl and she shouldn't be in this we would all kind of agree that i know this analogy isn't perfect but it is something to me that's something i consider no that's fine just like my analogies might not sound perfect to you like <laughs> i no, i've, I've yeah. i actually agree with and i try everything you're saying is tracking and making sense to me i, I think i'm just uh just on opposite ends yeah i'm yeah, just i'm just, di- just agreeing in the uh the execution of it oh, yeah yeah i just i i appreciate you not being st- like a dismissive entirely prick about it. Like yeah. you're actually delivering why you feel it is Steven's not nothing if not logical. Yeah it's, yeah. it's logical. Check out these reasons. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know <laughs> you, you brought out fucking diagrams and everything else. <laughs> like, I want it. Anything, I'm disappointed. Helpful. I want it graphs. I'm not charts. Please do. I love colors. And that is, uh, <laughs> there's uh, a lot of times I'll reach out to like wrestlers to be on this show or like, you know, former WWE writers or whatever. And there's yeah. a little bit of pushback because they think like, Oh, Steven's just going to shit on it or right. like, yeah. Oh, he just shit on wrestling. But I I feel like there's like a there's a math to his logic. Yeah. It's not just blatant negativism. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's like, and even though like, and even though those people 
feel that way, they still should come on the damn show because you know what? You got into a business since day one thought was to be normal. And then eventually people found out like, oh, there's there's something else to this. Right. And, you know, it's not going to be taken seriously. You need to defend what you work for. You if you love doing it, if you want to make a living out of it, you need to be able to properly and proudly defend the things that you do. Oh, yeah. And absolutely. Because if you're not willing to defend it, it's like, what are are you doing? I'm just avoiding you. It's like, no. Okay, you want to talk about it? We're going to talk about it. Yeah. And Bob and I want to say, Bobby, like you, I think that's exactly what you've done in a way. And like, again, uh, I don't I don't know that that's going to convert me or whatever. But you just pointing out like, oh, I'd rather get this strong style versus a suplex. And like uh, as a person who has experience with that, like I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So some of my objections are the things that like make me feel a little bit wary about it. Maybe make me feel a little less wary about it. And like that's what you should, you know, the goal, I don't think for non wrestling fans should just be like to convert them. But it's like you have to just have have me understand it. You have to understand. Make me understand what I'm seeing because I have no fucking clue. Exactly. Like so you do understand it. I think. Yeah. uh, uh, guys in masks fight each other. Uh, they're undead spirits and dragons. Yeah, yeah. I got it. Also, Shibata has real nice hair. I say Shibata oh, has perfect hair. hair. He's got great hair. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we should rate this we match. Go around yeah, and rate the match. Uh, rate this match. Uh, I forget. Shibata won, right? Uh, yes, he did. Did Shibata won because of like a, bra- a brain buster? I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain buster. Brain buster. Yeah. Sweet chocolate. Uh, so many lariatos did, in this match. Did you ever notice that? Like after they do brain buster or head drop, they tend to say sweet chocolate. Wait, oh. really? No, I guess I'm yeah. really Brain Master, sweet every, chocolate. I never notice that every time. Where did that come great. from? That's, you know? that's Japan. Okay. Oh, yeah. no, I, mean, I, I mean, is there a reason behind sweet I, chocolate? I've, I've asked Japanese wrestlers, like, yeah. what does this mean? They just love them some sweet chocolate. I don't yeah. know if you knew they this. They do. Uh, every Brain Buster in Japan is sponsored by uh, Nestle. <laughs> it's so delicious. <laughs> sweet okay. chocolate. Holy so, shit. Somebody make a commercial of that, yeah. please. So, uh, Joey, what are you thinking? So uh, let's rate this match out of uh, one out of five. Brain Buster, mm-hmm. sweet chocolate. Sweet chocolate. Um, Both, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I thought this was a, I thought this was a good match. I thought that, like, I don't really, I don't really watch a lot of Strong Style or a lot of NJPW, mm. but like, I really, like, I, I like the story that this match told. Shibata and Ishii are amazing. I think that, like, one thing that very slightly took me out of it is like. All of the uh, offense was very believable, except for Ishii's like like Insiguri's or wheel kicks or whatever. Yeah, like it felt like that was it, th- those felt very out of place in the match. Like you take an egg and you put little legs on it, and then you swing it around to kick yeah. the person. And it's especially yeah, those, like those didn't connect hundred percent. And it's like yeah. you see that like those didn't those were like that was the one thing in the match that like you know the forearms were like you know like bone rattling. The, yeah. the kicks were great, but it just felt like weirdly out of place that that would be in his offense in a match like this yeah yeah um so like you know i thought it was a good match that took me out of it just the smallest amount but i give it like a 3.5 all right 3.5 brain buster sweet brain chocolate buster. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah nick what are you thinking i love watching these guys fight like i said i think they have an amazing chemistry they work so well together they're strong style both but they they execute it similarly, but different. Mm. They, they both bring different things, the different styles and their different body types. Um, yeah, it's just every time I watch these guys wrestle, I'm like so into it because I'm like how the audience is into it, too. Like, especially I mean, it's, it's always, they're always wrestling in Japan and the the audience in Japan is so quiet and respectful and loud when they want to be. And something about Shibata Ishii matches, they're just always on. Yeah, they're an event. They're just so... The and audience like, loves it so like, much. They're like Zane Kevin Owens, where it's just yeah. like, oh, that's just every time that I watch a uh, Shibata Ishii match, yeah. I'm going to love it. I know it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, other than you said, like, a couple of the, the Insiguris were a little biffed. But overall, it's like these guys don't have a lot of wasted motion. Everything they do matters. It counts. It means something. They're fantastic at 
dishing out these moves. They're fantastic at selling. Uh, I, I don't know. I, like I said, I could watch these guys wrestle all the time. Um, and, and in terms of strong style, I think they do it super well. I yeah. really enjoy it. Overall, I'm always taken aback by how much pain they're taking or how mm. painful it looks. I'm going to give it a 4.1. Nice. Right. Bobby, what do you think? Well, uh, I agree with uh, both your points. Uh, they both execute strong style very, very differently. Shibata's more the fast striker, while mm-hmm. Ishii's the more brute force, throwing yeah. suplexes yeah. and strikes. Uh, yes, the his enziguries are definitely something to be left desired. They're no Tenru, they're no uh, yeah. Kawada, yeah, who yeah. still to this day I think has the best enziguries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably the yellow kick pads. I don't know, but. Cool. Um, yeah, I mean, and I remember watching this match live on a feed, and uh, it definitely stood out among the other ones because the other ones did have the circling, they did have the feeling out. Right. While these two are like, nope, I'm just gonna knock you out. For I'm it. gonna just charge in and try to knock you down. Um, and yeah, it definitely stood out for the tournament. I remember people talking about it days after. So I'm gonna give it. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna give it four. Brainmaster, nice. sweet. So, yeah, I feel like the, this match is sort of a strong style. What uh, like Ricochet Will Osprey probably was to like just flippy shit. I sure, agree. where it's just like, oh, we're two guys who are real good at this thing, so we're just going to do a whole lot of this thing in this match. That's a that's a, that's that's good, a good analogy. analogy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, you like math too. Yeah, uh, Pearlstein. <laughs> okay. what, what do you think about this match? Um, yeah, I mean, front to everything that you love. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, arguments aside, little mm-hmm. little to no math in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, zero. Uh, no. Um, I actually, I mean, uh, like I, uh, uh, common complaint I have, slow pace, doesn't look good. Uh, this totally negates that. Uh, common complaint I have, uh, overly dramatic, uh, like too much uh, pomp and circumstance around what I think considers bullshit. This yeah. has uh, zero of this that. This has none of that. Uh, this start, this match started, it was quick, it had a good pace to it, a strong style. Hey, like if you if you really do feel like, that, eh, it's low risk. It's kind of refreshing to negate the, to just get out the entrances and characters and all the crazy. Yeah, yeah. I agree. It's actually refreshing when we get matches yeah. Like Unless this. it's like Wrestle Kingdom, you really don't need to see the. You're like, I want to sure. see a Nakamura ten minute long entrance where he's got a crown. And As like, do yeah. I. Like a I would As do I. Lights yeah. and fireworks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but For I agree. Sure. A match. This is, is a, so that yeah, this is a match. I mean, it, it stands. It stands uh, very much alone in a lot of the things I think we've seen so far on this podcast. Uh, and for that, I really like it. Uh, Rivalries y- like this are great too because they're the only story is that they keep fighting and they fight really well together. Yeah. That's the story. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that's definitely a fun part of it. Uh, I think uh, you know ultimately uh, there's a part of uh, wrestling stuff that I don't quite connect to. That's uh, just at the end of the day, I'm like, oh, what's happening here? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I I say I'm, I'm not a sophisticated enough wrestler fan to go like oh the nuance of this is interesting it just sort of kind of blends together as like one thing yeah. um uh but ultimately like i like i said it, it checked off a lot of boxes that uh i usually have complaints about it or avoided a lot of pitfalls so for me it's like a like a 3.2 wow that's good. that sounds pretty good that's your highest 3.2 that that honestly might be like my highest score that I've like sincerely gave. Yeah, about like a sincere like match. Uh, so, yeah. Mick Foley, Undertaker, Hell in a Cell got like a three. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Oh, I yeah, didn't yeah. give it like That's a two a, point something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, two point seven or something. We gave it two ratings because like also one of them's like, uh, you know, should he have done that risk to himself? Like, yeah. One. No. Yeah. To this day, I'm like, oh god, why did he agree to that? <laughs> well, the second one was accidental completely. Yeah. 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 Yes. I assume that like when That's we why even it, Taker's like, oh shit. <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> and Terry Funk just without pause was like, oh, like. Throw, throw me in there, me in there I'll kill in there, you, man. you dead son of a yeah, bitch. So what'd you give us? A 3.1? 3.2. 3.2. That's pretty wow. good. That's a good rating. 
interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think that gets us up to 14.7. Okay, wow. great. Uh, thanks for bringing in this match, Bobby. Pretty good. Yeah, no problem. Great choice. I, uh, Do you like talking about things you're not qualified to talk about? Us too. The Dumb Nerds Podcast, a show where comedians talk about smart topics they're too dumb for. Every week, your host, that's me, Cassie Jerkins, invites a new funny guest on to get down and nerdy. Laugh and learn about topics like how to buy a house, the Terminator movies, and the Titanic. Check out Dumb Nerds today on your favorite podcast app. For our next clip is a special request from at Mike Flowers 99 on Twitter. At Mike Flowers 99 asked us, has Steven ever seen Jumping Jeff Farmer's mastery on the mic? If he did, I think he would love wrestling. Hey. So here's the clip. Yeah. Earlier we talked to Jumping Jeff Farmer. Let's go now to that interview. Folks, there's Jumping Jeff Farmer. Jeff, a while back, what a match you had with Motley. Yep. Probably the hardest match I ever had in my life. But I don't like it when things aren't my, going my way. Motley Cruz, you turn the tables on me. You turn the tables in a wrong way. You've got me mad now. I've stood around. I've listened to everything you had to say. I've did everything necessary. But when you turn around and you backstab me one way or another and you treat, cheat me out of what's rightfully mine, that's when I get angry. Now I'm the one doing the challenging. I'm issuing a challenge to you, Motley Cruz. Get in the ring with me. This time, I'm going full force. Jumping Jeff Farmer. Now let's go to the ring. Great. Uh, thanks so much, at Mike Flowers 99 uh, So uh, what yep. did everybody think of <laughs> Jumpin' Jeff Farmer's? I have to, um, IPW's Jumpin' Jeff Farmer proves why he's widely considered one of the greatest talkers in the history of pro wrestling video. Yeah. Uh, yep. What a delight. <laughs> oh, oh, Michael. Oh, Mike. Thank you so much for sending this clip in. Uh, yeah. a, a big yip. To you, sir. Yes, yes. Uh, yep, to you, sir. Uh, I, th- We're going this, full force on watching this. This, this clip, it, to me, is legendary. Yep. <laughs> I, just love, I just love where he, like, the first thing out of his mouth, he doesn't know what words are. And so, like, he breathes in and just goes. <laughs> yep. That's, like, the first thing he says in his promo is. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Amazing. A legend. Even the interviewer looks like he's like, what the fuck is this guy doing? <laughs> yeah. Uh, thoughts. Anybody? Yeah. What else? I mean, yeah, I, 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 oh, I feel like I'm talking like jumping Jeff Farmer right now. You turn the tables you, on me. Yeah. You turned them the wrong way. That, uh, if I'm, if I'm being honest, I've been stabbed in the back from the back, front side. You backstab me. Run, give me the run around and I'll, I'll go down. Uh, Cause I'm paraplegic. And man. let me tell you this, Steven. And I mean it about on this podcast. You've made me mad now. <laughs> now I'm gonna I'm gonna come out there and wrestle. Uh, whip my heart out. Yep. God love him. God love him. Uh, I just I want to see uh, I want to see that guy only in wrestling matches, only cutting promos. Well, yeah, because like he'll gimmick. go full. Yeah. Force, yeah. So, uh, Bobby, uh, is that, is that a yeah. Roman Reigns reference? Now? No, it's just how he is no, the promo. Like, I'm going okay, full promo. force. What, and, the, uh, and the interviewer guy again at the end, he's got this smirk on his face. He just turns the camera, and goes, 
Drama Jeff Farmer. That's, uh, one <laughs> he of my, did it. One of my favorite things in wrestling is uh, watching an interviewer during a bad promo. Yeah. Like the. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we just talked about this recently. <laughs> like, did you guys ever? Did you ever see the? Uh, it was like the Lex Luger. Uh, oh shit! These oh, shirts are too tight, Billy. Oh. Yeah, there's a Lex Luger promo. We'll show you. We'll show you in a future episode Super where Lex Bowl. Luger gets. He like gets. He gets like caught in his own t-shirt when he tries to take it off. Yeah. And then he tries to exit the room and the door's locked. So he's just like the door's locked. Talk to Billy. <laughs> uh, Nothing goes right. It's That's just great. not a good. Like he says, like I'm one of the greatest legends in the world. Who was it that brought it up to us recently? The recent um, Kalisto yeah, the, interview. Oh God, who was it that? Thing. Yeah, who Kalisto. was it that brought it up? Uh, I forget, it might have been Justin Donaldson. It was a past. No, it was a past guest. We just had him yeah. here recently. And they were like, no, you gotta you watch it. Idiot. Uh, <laughs> it it might have been Jeffrey Golden. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't remember. But it was like I, I do a good a good lucha thing. I'm, I'm gonna yeah. go out and do a, a good. I, I'm. A, a good lucha thing and then they turn to the interviewer and he's just like okay <laughs> yeah, yeah. just like, like there's a look on their face of the interviewer there's like, oh, did not go well steven you gotta you've gotta love you gotta appreciate the awfulness i mean we've all been there yeah bad uh, moments I, I do that almost every day uh <laughs> a lot of times just on this podcast yeah, uh, yeah. i'm mad I now <laughs> me i'm I'm man now. Uh, can we cut in the second one too? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's, uh, we also watched. Um, let's see. Uh, we also watched. Here's Jumpin' Jeff Farmer promo collection part two. It's the follow up to this promo. Here's a clip. Folks, here's Jumpin' Jeff Farmer. Well, he did it. Pit pinned me right there in the middle of the ring. There's always a lesson to be learned every time you step in the ring. And Motley Cruz, you taught me one very good lesson. You took me out of my game plan. I couldn't wrestle my kind of match. Believe me, I learned and I learned well. It don't take me long. Next time I get you in the ring, you're mine. New tactics, new game plan. You're mine. So it sounds like his clash with Motley Cruz didn't go well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! It's watching this. It's like the the inspiration for Anchorman. I feel like Will Ferrell is like that guy's an idiot. It's I'm like doing it now. Wa- watching Jeff and Jeff Farmer do a promo is like pulling teeth, but through your dick hole. Uh-huh. It's Which so bad. Taking the long way. That's how yeah, I've done it. Yeah. Going real long. <laughs> full, hey, we're going works. full force, baby. We're well, going uh, full force. It works. It I works. guess uh, something that, like I like I like about showing these things to Steven, they're, they're like funny, but it also shows you how hard this is to do, so yeah. how impressive it is when somebody does it well. It yeah. seems easy because there's there the guys train and and they're naturally inclined to do this mm-hmm. and they've they've been watching promos for years and maybe they're just really good and charismatic people but yeah when you get a guy who's not so good at it it's it's not good Titus O'Neil yeah it Titus O'Neil's <laughs> example Titus O'Neil has some charisma though Aura, Aura and Pancake that was about oh it. I love Pan- Uncle See, Pancake he, if he was Uncle Pancake Uncle the whole Pancake time I think great. he'd be fine that that promo he did a couple weeks ago on Raw. Brutal. Yep. Brutal. It's not even a promo. That Brutal. <laughs> so but bad. Like, but it's like you see something like anything that Kevin Owens does or like the CM Punk mm-hmm. Pipe Bomb promo. Like yeah. I feel like people bring their favorite things to show Steven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Steven doesn't often see the bad version of it. Oh, yeah. So I think that he see like it's just like his. Uh, it's all great. It's all the hits. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. like so he if he just sees A's, there's no differentiation. Mm-hmm. Like we want to mm-hmm. start showing him like Braun Strowman jobber squashes or something. Oh, yeah. Just been, like, I've loved that. Yeah, yeah. Doing. it's a great it's a great throwback like when they did that with Ryback too oh, I still yes. want to get James Ellsworth on the show uh, I mean, he's got a man with two man- hands can do I anything I really feel that two a man with two hands has a fighting chance for anybody something 
<laughs> Some words. We can probably get James Ellsworth. I believe so, it. Yeah. I'll do it for a snicker bar and a handski. Let's yeah, just yeah. tell him we, we hey, have... Just, is Braun Strowman there? If he let's, is, I'm not going to go him, there. Let's just tell him we found his chin. He'll come here automatically. Oh, God. We, like, oh. we have it. Detachable chin. I imagine you've seen, jumping, you've seen the Jumbo Jeff Farm from... Oh, it, it is a staple. Yeah. It is a staple. <laughs> Wonderful. Everybody. Like, when uh, we used to crash over at our friend Top Gun Tower's house uh, for the shows <laughs> of the weekends. Top Gun Towers? Top Gun Tower. Sweet. I love it. Firetown, USA. <laughs> most cocaine fueled engine of Top Gun Tower. Like he was so amazing, <laughs> cool a, a great intense comedy wrestler in PWG's first run of uh, like five years. He was so amazing that uh, Daniel Bryan, when he went to Ring of Honor, he wore his T-shirt and mentioned him in a promo, putting him over. Uh, like nice. that's how amazing he is. But yeah. We would watch. We we didn't know who Jumpin' Jeff Farmer was. Chris Hero mentioned it to us. Yeah, said mm-hmm. you guys need to watch this, and we watched it. I'm just like. This can't be real. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, that's real. I'm like, oh my God. So we just kept watching it to remind ourselves we have to know how to cut a promo. Well, yep. I think so one, of yep. the f- one of the, f- one of the <laughs> yep. funniest things that you can watch, I think, in life is like somebody who isn't good at something doing their best to do that thing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, like Jeff and Jeff Farmer, he was just doing his best, but like his best was God not good. Him. Yeah. Like afterwards, he was probably like, I, I felt pretty good about that. One. Yeah. Oh, no. Now, yep. Has anybody ever seen any of his matches? The the match between him and Motley is also on, it's a, it's on it now. It's a Meltzer five star classic. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Oh, boy. Five, yeah, stars. Yeah. five stars. Like <laughs> what would I mean? I haven't seen any. I haven't seen him wrestle. But like what would that do to wrestlers and wrestling fans? If you found out that Jumpin' Jeff Farmer was actually amazing, like, the best wrestler. <laughs> yeah, <of> right. <laughs> most respected wrestler. Well, guys, I'll go around the room and I'll start it. And I'll tell you right now, we're giving this out of five yips. I give this 25 out of five yips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this it. is 25 star for me. It feels like you've kind of uh, hijacked all of our votes by immediately giving it 25. Yeah, yeah, I'll, let I mean, mine. I'll, uh, mine. I'll give this uh, 50 yips and one I'm mad now. <laughs> you made me mad now. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bobby, go ahead and write this. Uh, I'm going to give this 30 uh, 20 Lucha things <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, about uh, 30. These shirts are too tight, Billy. Oh, man. <laughs> the door's locked too, Billy. The door's locked too. Nothing's going right. Uh, Steven? Yeah, well, I'm going to give, I guess I'll give this uh, a baker's dozen yips. Wow. Uh, 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 a, a ton of uh, ter- table turn, but wrong wrong way, uh, and uh, just just one uh, awkward turn to the camera from an announcer. So it, uh, this isn't going to make you enjoy <laughs> wrestling anymore. But did it make really give you more of an appreciation for how much you could botch in wrestling? Uh, yeah, sure, yeah. I mean, Steven's a fan of botches. I oh, like, botches I, are incredible. Shout out to Matthew. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that. Start showing Steven some botchamania. Oh, you will get a blast out of it, man. We did show him the collection of Roman Reigns botched. Yeah, just oh, promo that's botches. a treat. That's like that's like a nice little tart. Yeah, there was definitely there. we definitely tried right. to shape Steven into a healthy Roman Reigns hater. Oh, it really? Did. I'm well, glad. he's easy to hate. And, and then last night on live to show, we gave him, him Roman Reigns theme song. Yeah, and the audience oh, booed yeah, him. Worst people. I'm so uh, yeah, it was truly terrible. Good. Well, well, guys, Jump and Jeff Farmer in our book it has gotten I think the highest rating out of anything, and he's immortal yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff, yep. Jeff Farmer uh, if you want to jump your way onto this podcast feel free and shoot us an email you should love wrestling at gmail.com we'd love to have you yeah, jump, Jeff Farmer you come on to this this uh, inner uh, podcast and I, I'll tell you my man will go full force 
I really hope that's just how he talks. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would love it. Uh, what match do you bring it? I, uh, uh, <laughs> it's just vomits all He's over He's a 911 himself. operator no, no, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, what match do you bring in? Jeff, give us your give us your review. <laughs> uh, just yep. a shallow breath to say. Okay, so, uh, once again, uh, at Mike at Mike Flowers ninety nine. Uh, thank you so much for sending this to us. Thank you for the classic. It was super fun it's to watch. Classic. Yeah, um, very good. Here at You Should Love Wrestling, we get a lot of calls from some of the legends of wrestling who all want to convince Stephen why professional wrestling is great. So, without further ado, here's some voicemails from YSLW's own voicemail box. I'm Joey. I'm Nick. I'm Steven. Guys, you've reached the YSLW podcast hotline. Leave a message. Hello, boys. It's me, your Uncle Terry. I hear that you got a friend who doesn't like professional wrestling. You gotta love it. You know why? Because we put our damn bodies on the line for your entertainment. You understand me? We're doing this because we want to do it. And the last thing we need is little lily-livered sons of bitches like you coming in here telling us that it's fake. I'll go Dave Shooter fucking Meltzer on you. Give me my Yeah, hi. You know, I really don't appreciate you guys coming in here saying that wrestling's fake. I'm not fake. I'm 100% real. You come, you watch my show every Monday. And I have the title, and now you're telling me that you think that you should love pro wrestling. I don't, nobody cares. Nobody cares if you like pro wrestling. You know why? Because everybody else is busy being entertained while you have your head up your ass. You understand that? Good. I'll see you on Monday, asshole. Okay. Uh, it didn't be his... Wait, did it work? Hello? Are you guys there? All right, well... I don't know if you're asleep or not, but I heard that your buddy, he doesn't like wrestling. I, I personally think that, you know, we got a lot to offer. I was talking to Sonia when we were married that, you know, I, I don't see why people can't like <laughs> Rob Van Dam. That's me. I'm, I'm doing the thumbs, by the way. And, uh, you know, I, I just feel like you're not giving us a fair shot, buddy. But you know what? Why don't you come down to my gym? It's called Arm VDs. We just strictly work on arm strength. That's about it. Just see. Oh, wait. Sign doesn't work anymore. You go to the front desk. You get a free towel. And, you know, Fonzie will help him. That's right, Fonzie. You're going to help him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to do it in the night. You come down to RVDs. They'll give you a free towel. Yeah, uh, so yeah, we definitely got calls from uh, Hall wow. of Famer Terry Funk. Terry Funk. Uh, yeah, Kevin, Kevin Owens. Owens. Yeah. Rob Van Dam. That, that, you yeah. guys are really popular. We called our voicemail. Isn't it unbelievable the people that we get calling this show, Bobby? That's amazing. We're what? just glad that you could be here to hear these messages. I'm yeah. glad to be here for that, too. That's Man, incredible. I am kind of bothered that they were so pointed at like, hey, your friend doesn't like wrestling. It's like, I wish they were fans of you guys, you know? Like, you guys are... okay with it. They're already fans of us. They're just bigger haters of you. uh, Mm -hmm. Our popularity is definitely dictated by people's hate of you and not like of us, and I'm (laughs) completely okay with that. (laughs) I'm sad for your life. (laughs) Uh, Great. Uh, So if you're a wrestling fan, you have questions for Steven, or if you're not a wrestling fan, you have questions for Nick and I, shoot us an email at youshouldloveresting at gmail.com, or send us a tweet at YSLW Podcast, or, you know, if you're a legendary wrestler, feel free and just give us a call on our voice Oh, call yeah. it, baby. Uh, we want. We definitely want more voicemails. Uh, let you, <laughs> yeah, however you want to get us a voicemail, uh, legendary wrestlers out there, go ahead and this do it. This isn't a great. real number, but if it's not taken, we should somehow to f- find a way to take... <laughs> You're just going <laughs> to guess a number that I'm we just gonna 
say. I was going to say, but if we can get 1-800-KFABE, we should that get it. That has to be already a hotline. Well, K-FABE? Oh, oh, yeah. Is that's, that enough letters? That's the amount of letters, Stephen. Wow, really? K-A-Y-F-A-B-E. Wow. Yeah. I assumed yeah. it would have been spelled K-A-Y-F-A-B-E. much shorter. K-A-Y-F-A-B-E. We should, uh, we should try to get one at her K-FABE. Uh, I, no. <laughs> I mean, get it. If you guys want a song, I'll write that for you. Ooh. Ooh. I love writing parodies. Oh, really? Oh, nice. We will keep that in mind. We know a thing or two about parodies. Hit it. Shit. Guys, soundcloud.com slash local business comedy. Listen to Creases. This next song's called Swerve. The Vince Russo rap album. Oh, man. Bro. Bro. Bro, Scott, no, no, bro, no, bro, no, 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 oh, here's yeah, a bus. Here's a bus. Vince Russo, watch out. Yeah, bro, yeah, let me tell yeah. you something, yeah, bro. Two when two I mean this, in. you think a fucking bus, bro, is going to stop me from talking to you about wrestling? You've lost uh, Vince, your fucking Vince, mind. Just leave a message. What do you think about this other Vince Russo? I think he's era. a piece of shit. Just two like people? you, son of a bitch. You think you're me, bro? You're probably one of them bro, Mexican, Japanese wrestlers. Get out of my apartment, Japan, bro. Get out of my apartment, David Arquette. You're not over. David Arquette was over. I'm serious. Hey, get out, bro. you're booking gold here oh with two Russos. So just bro. bear with me. If you get on five yes. world championships. You should love wrestling with one of us in drag. You're a piece of shit. I'm gone. I don't. I don't know why you swearing i'm a christian man i don't fucking swear i walked away wait uh okay (laughs) so this is gonna be kayfabe breaking a little bit uh (laughs) what are you talking what are you talking about two vince russo's were just in that that was amazing probably booked it somewhere but if we get the actual vince russo on this show will both of you show up and (laughs) oh he'll probably he'll probably won't remember me but i called him out on a stream that i was broadcasting on oh cool. my brothers at new legacy inc we do uh, a charity streaming every year for fighting back cancer it's oh great vince russo hates nothing more than charity oh definitely and, and he's just uh, like what's the cancer. fuck Loves we cancer. got him on there i don't know how but we got him on there really? and how so i'm like oh this is the guy that's been talking a lot of shit on my friends saying they're not draws and basically just shit on lucha and japanese yeah. wrestling and yet people still buy into his bullshit yeah so i'm like if he says anything, I'm going to say something. I, I love you guys listening know that, to right? him, and oh, Endlessly entertaining. Like, if I wanted to hear that, I'd go visit my grandpa. So, <laughs> But um, he was there, and he was, he was on Skype, and he was looking at her pictures. He's like, who the hell is the picture of the road dog on the bus with his mouth open? I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, that's Dino. Dino's a real big fan of yours, Vince. And he says, <gasps> yeah, bro, why you got that picture? I'm like, well, you know, I figured the modern wrestling fans would enjoy <laughs> Uh, a picture of a road dog. What what is that? Is that how he talks? He goes, no, Vince. That's uh, that's an impression that he does of you. Because that's not very good. I'm like, well, your booking's worse. <laughs> oh. And he's just like, sick burn, he bro, the, bro. They dropped the accent and just said, "Good day." Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. If he's here, just let me know. Yeah. He, he doesn't know what I look like. So oh, two of them were so, just here. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I mean, two, we shoved him out of the room. So I'm sorry. I love a good, I love a good Russo come back. off. Yeah, uh, that was fun. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, yeah. We all enjoyed that. <laughs> that goes into our pantheon of characters. Two Vince Russo. Two Vince Russo's. Yeah, we've had two McMahons in here too. Yeah, yeah two McMahons. Two McMahon. McMahon. Two McMahon. Show. And a yeah. finger yeah. poke of doom. Yeah. And uh, uh, okay, uh, so um, we've spent this uh, podcast trying to convince Steven to love wrestling. Yep. So now here's the part of the show where he tries to convince us to love something. Guys, uh, this is something I 
I literally said I was going to have you love uh, in a previous episode. Night. You used it last night. Uh, I just think everybody should love and have in their life a label maker. Oh, uh, God, yes. That Either, is a hardcore label maker. This is a hardcore Holy like shit. industrial 3M. It's a PL200. It's not a big deal. Uh, please feel free to check out my PL200. If you, uh, um, it, last night, it saved like our live show. Like We had so many cables running. Uh, it, we had, I think, I think I counted at least a dozen XLR cables from like all across the thing. And I was like, I need to know which ones are which. I got them all like matched up. I had them all labeled before. Yep. And that's how we got that pristine, perfect audio from the You it's Should Love Wrestling flawless. live show. I mean, it's not perfect, but it's it perfect. certainly helped. Uh, and Nothing's I just ever think, been more pristine. I just think <laughs> you should start labeling things in your life, man. Like, they should call us it. Pristina Aguilera. You know, wow. how pristine you know actually, I think I'm going to label some things in my life right now. I'm going to label, label the three of you as friends. Aww. Aww. How many I, of us have that? That, is, that might be the most human thing Joey's ever said. I absolutely agree. I could feel a tinge of sincerity in there. And, and, like a computer, and like a computer, he's like, I would like to label you under the <laughs> file of friends. Yeah, it's just like file, file creation. Friend, insert yeah, file, insert see, file. Like, the Nick Licker, like, Stephen Pearlstein, yeah. Bobby Ramos, Ever. labeled yeah. as friends. Yes, friends. Identified yes. friends. Yes, yeah. as a label, labeling in my dog file. Stephen Pearlstein's dog. Yeah, <laughs> dog. This is a dog. Yeah, this is. Our I can't dog. see any of you. I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so sure, I'll give I'll give a label maker five yips. Cool. Yep. 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 I'll go for six on that one, man. Yep. I love yep. label makers. Yep. 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 I'm gonna yep. A hundred. Yep. We did it. Yep. Yep. Uh, so okay. Check out label makers, guys. Yeah. Um, Super good. So, uh, Bobby, uh, where, where can people find you on social media? Uh, I mean, you can find me at Dino Winwood on the Twitter. Um, on Sto, on on Sto. That's a new word. Can we label that? Uh, uh, I mean, I we want, honestly could. Just I, hold on a I want. I want a label. I love label makers. That's no joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram as DizzleWizzle983. Mm. Uh, I'm also on YouTube. I do a video game wrestling broadcast where I commentate over the matches. Nice. called WFWF, which stands for Well Fans, We're Fucked. Uh, <laughs> I love that. That's great. That's Thank fun. you. And uh, that's on uh, Popo the Chan, all one word, on YouTube. And uh, you can also, will at the time, find me on the, the Kickstarter or at Saturday Nights. That's K-N-I-G-H-T-S dot com. Yeah, throw some money in that, guys. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Definitely donate to that. You yeah, want to see cool. the Young Bucks and Joey Ryan in a fucking video game? We know you do. Uh, donate some money. Is the Young Bucks only move going to be super kick? It would feel weird if it wasn't. Yeah, like if they have like a punch, I'm gonna. <laughs> we gotta figure out move. it's a secret move. You have a to super unlock. kick off the top rope. Oh, that would be sweet. <laughs> they, they could, they, if anybody can figure That's out that. Like we want this game to be extremely fun like, and ridiculous goofy. and fun yeah. and yeah. everything. Just everything we should have. Yeah, so definitely support Saturday nights. Yeah, it's, I look forward uh, to it. You know, it looks like a great game. Uh, you know, the people making it are really good. Uh, throw your money at that. Throw it. Um, yeah, cool. Joey, uh, you can find me um, on Twitter at Joey Tainment and yeah. um, be sure and listen to my podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence, which is a podcast where me and a guest sit in silence for 25 minutes. I'm going to stop letting you plug this. <laughs> uh, it's it it's on, actually going to cut. It's on uh, 25 Minutes of Silence uh, dot Podbean, I think, or you can find us on iTunes. You should, yeah, you should do it through. I don't send them to Podbean. That's Here's a, a 25 website. minute clip of preview silence. I, oh, we're no. not going to insert that. No, oh, OK, not. never mind. <laughs> Guys, you can always find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nick Gligger, G. L-I-G-O-R. And of course, you can always find me all across the internet at Pearlstein. Guys, be sure and like and subscribe to us on iTunes. Definitely do that. We also, do. my podcast, 25 Minutes of Silence. All right. <laughs> uh, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fucking kill Steven. you with a fucking rock. <laughs> cool. Uh, we we got to ask you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you love wrestling? Um, No, I don't. <laughs>
Happy birthday <laughs> to what? you. What is this? Happy birthday oh to you. I'm blushing. Happy birthday, dear Bobby. Thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Never forget. <laughs> Boardwalk Audio Podcast. For more information and shows, visit boardwalkaudio.com. Don't forget to rate and subscribe now.